But God has written these things on our hearts that we know the basic core. um, We've talked about this in episodes of our podcast as well. Just identity, the very basic building block of who we are, our gender, our sexual orientation, all that, the way that we were born. I mean, we know that these things are wrong. You really have to have your conscience seared to be able to go along with with so many of these things. Hi, and welcome to One Little Candle, a place where genuine believers are encouraged, empowered, and inspired to be the light that God calls us to be by contending for the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his people so that we may pass down undefiled the truth of God's infallible word to the next generation. And in case you're thinking that you can't make a difference in your own little corner of the world, yes, you can, because all it takes is one little candle. I'm your host, Rebecca Bershwinger. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hey, how are you today? It's so good to have you back. Welcome to part two of When Government Becomes Our God with special guests Will and Angela Williams from the Salty Saints. If you did not get to hear last week's part one, please do so. Please check it out and part two will obviously make a lot more sense. But today, Will, Angela, and I will talk a little bit more about why the government is not what we should be relying on for our ultimate hope. And we'll also talk a little bit about the one who is our ultimate hope and why we can put our hope, our faith, and our trust in him. Well, because Germany, they they fell on economic hard times. Um, They were worried about their creature comforts. And what did Hitler say? What they wanted to hear. I'll take care of you. Yep. He gave them ear candy. Mm -hmm. And when he gave them that ear candy, they didn't realize it was going to rot them from within. And and he slowly started just morphing the country into what we would finally see as a, as Nazi Germany. And and people all are so worried about that term Nazi. You know, um, we, we've actually, the you know, America always ruins terms. Nazism, when you look at what Hitler did, being a Nazi over there was, it's even worse than what we say it is in America. It was horrible what he did to Germany. And what he did to the people there. And so we do not want to become anything close to that. But you have all these government officials and you have a two-party system, which they want to eliminate to a one-party system. You're going to get a dictatorship. And we're probably going to see history repeats itself when you don't learn from it. We're going to see that history repeat itself soon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there's no doubt. We're on and it's setting up for path. the ultimate dictator. Yes, who, exactly. Who's it going to usher? And everybody wants this one world solution and everybody's going toward it out of fear because, but I see, I think their, their fear of the pandemic is, um, people are over it. Yeah. So people, they're having to start something else, which is now, you know, world wars, <laughs> world war and the climate change thing. Um, I mean, who was it that just made a comment about uh, Al Gore? No, no, somebody was talking about, they they hoped that um was it Biden? I don't know who it was. Somebody just made a comment that they hoped that this whole thing with Russia, Ukraine, that there's not going to be an interference with the climate change agenda. I they, think they I can't, did see something by Biden. They can't get <clears throat> off of that. 
They yeah. can't get off of the climate change thing. This is our next big fear that they're trying to instill in people is climate change. If you really educate yourself on the issue, you're going to find out that we're not in trouble in the near future. Right. We're not. And right. I, uh, I'll plug my episode. You know, I had my um, interview with Dr. Jay Weil all about this thing. He wrote many wonderful textbooks. My kids, when they homeschooled, used his textbooks. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the temperatures and the climate change and, and all this global warming and, and the mm-hmm. green energy. Very, very informative man knows his stuff. And of course, from a Christian perspective. So out of fear, like you just said, mm-hmm. Angela, the Antichrist, we're, we're going toward the man with the plan. That's exactly right. That you're right. That is the Antichrist. I don't know about you guys. I'm sure you think the same way I do. When you want someone to take care of you, right? If you're choosing, say, someone who you know is going to be looking out for your best interests, speaking for you, maybe watching out for your family, right? Mm-hmm. What traits would you look for in someone like that? Well, would you look for someone that has trustworthy? Okay, there you go. That's <laughs> a great who has one. A good record. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. A good record of what? Of, you know, taking care of us and of having our best interests at heart, of just showing genuine care and concern for people and not someone who is lying to us every time we turn around and putting us at risk and making horrible decisions that go against, I mean, really, honestly, go against our God-given consciences. You know, a lot of these things that we've talked about we know these things are wrong. We know these, the LGBT, the lawlessness, the abortion, you know, mandating things that are against our own free will. I mean, all these things go against even just our conscience, not even from necessarily a Christian perspective. But Good God point. has written these things on our hearts that we know the basic core. Um, we talked about this in episodes of our podcast as well, just identity the very basic building block of who we are, our gender, our sexual orientation, all that, the way that we were born. I mean, we know that these things are wrong. You really have to have your conscience seared to be able to go along with, with so many of these things. Absolutely. There's, there's no doubt. You hit the nail right on the head when you said trustworthy. I can't get off of the trustworthy. Yeah. It's still ringing through my ears when you said that because um <laughs> We need to be able to truly trust whoever is going to take care of us. Has the government sacrificed for us? Have they done anything at their own um, risk to help us? Have they set themselves aside in any way, shape, or form? I haven't seen that. Mm-mm. Everything I've seen has been pretty self-advancing. I mean, yeah, I see a government that's stripping us of our freedoms and of the ability to be parents over our children. Um, Look to at decide. what they've done to the military. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know? they're our national defense. Yeah. 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 I mean, making forcing them to be vaccinated and all of that. And then if they're not, you know, making them. Um, oh, when, when they, they came discharge out, them. discharge yeah. them. And they get a dishonorable discharge. Yeah. Oh, do they? Of course they do. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. They get a dishonorable and discharge. So, some of these are people who have been serving our country for 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. and, and plus. I mean, people who are like should be very close to retirement and things like that. And so, 
yeah, we've heard just countless stories, scenarios like that, where they're just really treating the military horribly. Yeah, great. Well, I, you know, the characteristic of an antichrist is someone that will try to gain trust from you, but then break it. I believe that's what the government has done. When you look at any politician, they give you all these promises and they try to gain your trust through these promises that they're saying that they're going to keep. And then as soon as they get in office, they break those promises. They've abused you and used you to gain your trust and then throw it out. To me, that's exactly what the Antichrist is going to do. That He's going to gain trust and then break that trust the last three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And I think we see a lot of that happening in little tiny um, snippets of how our government has done. I mean, if you go back to George Washington and you start moving forward, you're going to see the downfall because you can see where people will put the president up on a pedestal. The president was never supposed to be put on a pedestal. He was there to help govern mm -hmm. and he's not there to dictate. And we forget that. And so we allowed the government to, to get in our heads and to break this trust. And then they tell you it's okay. And they, they talk around, um, Talk around, talk, in circles. talk in circles. They like play ring around the rosy with you. And it's, that's, that's their game. Everybody knows it. They're like used car salesmen, <laughs> you know, and sadly we bought, we have bought into it. Yeah. Again, because of our comfortable yes. um, lifestyle and they're bribing people really. When I think of the money that they pay people to not work, <laughs> mm -hmm. we'll, we'll take care of you. Here's some money Man. right here. Here you yeah. go. Um, everybody says free. Well, you're paying for that. You're paying for it right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Everything is so much higher and it's going to continue to go higher. Um, that's never, that was never free. And if you're not going to be paying for it, now your kids will. It's not free I'm... and it's money we don't have. They're printing money with nothing to back it. Exactly. And, and, scary. and we are <laughs> headed for an economic collapse, a disaster mm. where no one's going to be exempt. From the effects of this. Yeah. You can see that it's all a setup. I mean, all of it. You it's know, a great reset, right? Exactly. Great, great reset, exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Get everybody, you know, afraid. We're all going to be in fear looking for, just like we've already said, you know, looking for someone to come along and save us because everything is just in an upheaval, in a, in a complete mess worldwide. Just mm -hmm. all this chaos and craziness, and everyone's just going to be wanting someone that has the answer well Some what did they say that, that you'll own nothing and be happy that's what they're telling us yeah <laughs> that's what they're saying and they have the commercial for it you yeah. know? Uh, if it's on a commercial it's true right you know? yeah it, it must be i read it online it has to be true yeah. <laughs> no i know and it's very it, it's i don't know i've been trying to prepare my children and say look guys you need to start stocking up on essentials. And I don't mean be this horrible hoarder, but you, you need to start thinking about how you're going to feed your families and live for a while. Yeah. Because the bottom is going to drop out on life as we know it very soon. It is. We're so used to the life we've lived for so long. I even have a hard time wrapping my own brain around it sometimes, but I know what the Bible says. Um, we're not going back to how things used to be. Number one, mm -hmm. That's right. um, it's never going to happen those days are gone yeah. and we are very quickly, much quicker than I think any, anybody 
in the Christian community, especially, I, I hear it so much that never did we think that, not that it happened overnight, because this has been in play for decades. Right. Um, I don't know. Have you ever listened? To, you probably heard it a long time ago. Yuri Bresmanov, the defected KGB agent. Yes. Nineteen eighty-four. I just played it again the other day, and everything he said, he was right. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely! And we have scary. Yes, we've seen it with our own eyes, and he tried to tell us, but he also said it doesn't matter because you'll have all the proof in front of you, and you still will refuse Mm -hmm. to believe it. Um, yeah, it's it's sad. So I've been trying to prepare my children's hearts that um, you need to prepare your hearts. You know, prepare yourselves practically as best you can, but mostly make sure you're right with God. That's right. Make sure, because we're seeing the government is not going to save you. As a matter of fact, the government is the problem. Exactly. (laughs) They're not our problem solver. They're the problem. (laughs) and, And it's not just our government. Again, every government around the world is leading toward, they're all talking the same language. Matter of fact, I just heard the other day, all the, all these world leaders were saying, build back better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not just they're, they're using the same, same language, same everything because and they're, they're they have tri- to be unified. Yes. And in they're it. using tribulation esque speech. Yes, they are. Right. Mm-hmm. How many, how many times have we heard the buy, sell and trade? You won't be able to do this. You won't, unless you, and now look at the ESG scores with the banks. Yeah, that are using these ESG scores. That's the social credit scores. Yes. And Mm -hmm. this is what China does, who, by the way, Justin Trudeau admires. Oh, absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. And and banks, for those of you that haven't heard about an ESG score, please educate yourself on what an ESG score is. It's like Will said, it's a social credit scoring system. And many banks have now implemented, or they're being forced to, really to implement these and what it's going to do is going to judge you based on how woke you are, um, judge you on equity. In other words, are you for same sex marriage? Yeah. Are you gender inclusive? Do you believe a man can be a woman? If so, well, got a good score. Good score is good there, right? Same sex marriage approval. Good score there. How about social justice? How about CRT? How do you feel about that? And, and climate change. Are you leaving enough of a, a green footprint? They will decide how credit worthy you are or aren't based on what the scores are. Mm-hmm. Yep. So basically, if you're a conservative Christian, you're screwed. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I don't if, know any other way to put it. E- even more, a white male. I know. I was just thinking, babe, I'm sorry, but you're going to be in the negative. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, misogynist. Yes. And yep. whether or not banks will even allow you to have money in there. Now they're talking about insurance companies using the ESG scores. So here we go. Like it's in play. It's already in play and there's really nothing you're going to do. And I tried to find, by the way, they said, oh, go to local banks. Well, I looked at my local bank's policies and they all talk ESG. Mm. So I'm not sure where to look, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know either, sister. We have our own business, so it's going to be really Mm -hmm. hard for us as well, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, it's already just a, a very small little business as it is, but yeah, I can't even imagine. I mean, we agree with you, though. We're already there, and it's only going to get worse. So it's really time. I just keep saying it's time to gird up, buckle down, mm-hmm. you know, press into the Lord. and yes, Press in. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. And again, <laughs> practically you can prepare. Definitely get non-perishable items if you can. Yes, um, for sure. Stock up on water. Stock up on some things because and then they're talking the electrical grid possible attack with Russia. You know, yeah. we don't know where this war is going to lead, and we know what war does to everybody. Um, well, yeah. People in Ukraine are standing in line for bread now. Exactly. Um, and that, well, it's not an impossibility in the good old USA. It's just not. No, I mean, look at the supply chain issues and we're already mm-hmm. seeing the inflation, all the prices are going up and gas. And I mean, it's just not, we <laughs> cannot look to this world for anything. We can't. It's funny. Well, and I just want to speak real quick to yeah. all the Christians and all the people that are listening that Please. that love the Lord. We should be the ones when everything does fall to the wayside, when everything happens, we should not be the ones that are running around scared. We should be the ones helping everyone that we can mm-hmm. is in, in whatever, whatever way you can help. Um, that's what the church does. Yeah. That's what we're here for. We're here to be the, the light, the beacon for, for hope. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when all this does take place and we start seeing all these things um, happen and you, you see a, a, a bread line and you see, you know, when you look back in history and you look at the Great Depression, we li- those people that lived in that era, they took care of one another. Yes, they really did. I mean, that's why they were called the greatest generation. And when you look at our generation today, we will go down as most selfish generation, this generation that's living today, mm-hmm. because we're so me centered and we need to look at and reevaluate what it means to be Christ like. Mm-hmm and to give up and be sacrificial. And so that should be something that we all should sit down and evaluate our lives. When things happen, we shouldn't be running away from the fire. We should be running toward the fire to get the people out. And um, so that's that's my kind of my, my rant on that, because we should be the church and should be should be the ones that are running toward the people to help and not away. So... Thank you, Will. Absolutely. Because, you know, the Bible says that because of these things, um, the love of many will grow cold. So let's not be those people whose love grows cold. Don't let your love for your fellow man grow cold. Mm -hmm. You might disagree with them on some very important life issues. So what? We have a government, unfortunately, that said they were going to come in and unite, but they've done nothing but the opposite that we know. Mm -hmm. Um. As Christians, do not let you be one of those people where your love has grown cold. What Um, better way to win somebody to the Lord than be sacrificial to to give your life for someone that that doesn't love Jesus, that might be in this world, might be one of these uh, people that we that the abortion policies, the lawlessness, the LGBT. What better way to win somebody to the Lord than give your life for them and show that and show that you're willing to love them and, and point them to the cross. Yeah, yeah, like our we, Savior did for us. Absolutely. That's right. That's right. You know, we should be purposeful in our mission. We should always be um, thinking of ways, you know, looking ahead. We we already know what's coming. The book has been written. We have the answers. We have the solution. And we know that hard times are coming. So as we prepare ourselves spiritually and also prepare physically like you say, we are big on that too. And in fact, we had a podcast episode that we did um, back in the summer called Hard Times Are Coming. And um, we talked about 
tangible ways that we can be preparing aside from just the spiritual because that while that's most important we should be also you know as you said storing up a little here and there um every time we go to the grocery store we just maybe get a little extra mm-hmm. on canned goods dry goods you know whatever it is that we know we're going to need in the future and things that would hold us over and things that store well um and then we also uh and I'm just giving a couple of ideas in case people are thinking, well, we're kind of already in the middle of this. What do I do now? It's not too late. You can still be doing things as you think of them and as the Holy Spirit moves you to be prepared. One one of the things that Will and I have done is we bought the outreach Bibles, the boxes. You can buy those in bulk off yes. Amazon. So we did that because we were thinking about the future that, hey, what about, I mean, when everyone needs to know where is hope, where do I find encouragement, that the best place is God's word. And we never know when we may have an opportunity to hand those out at that time. Like right now, Will tries to hand them out all the time now. And people just, oh, everyone already has a Bible or, you know, they say no thank you or whatever. But there may come a time when people are more open, when things get really bad and they're looking for a solution. So that's my encouragement is just, you know, think of ways, get creative, um, ask the Holy Spirit how you can be ready and be prepared, be that salt and light that we're called to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Angela. And, and pray, you know, pray. my, my prayer is always, okay, God, I'm alive at this point in history. Yes. Um, a scary time, but wow, what an amazing time. Mm-hmm. So God, because I'm here now, what specifically, what do you want me to be doing? Always in prayer about that. Yeah. What's my role? We're here for a purpose. You're alive and breathing right now for a reason. That's right. Exactly. Uh, I always say that too. You know, it's a, it's a scary time. It's a, but it's such an exciting time too, that God saw fit to have us in this moment, in this day, in this area. And I mean, there's a purpose and a plan that's unfolding so it is right before our eyes, right? We've yes. read, we, we read the end of the book, right? <laughs> so <laughs> we, we, we know, and I know people, I just had someone say to me the other day, they've been saying this for years that I hear yeah. people who claim the name of Christ. And it's like, but you don't understand. This is different. There were a lot of unanswered questions as to, well, how will they be able to do this? Or how will they be able to, to, to pull that off? Well, guess what? We now know. Yep. Everything is put into place for the Antichrist to reign, to rule. Mm -hmm. He has all the technology he now needs. We now know how people can be followed and tracked. Digital Mm -hmm. currency, ESG scores, all these things are now ready. They're ready and in place. And they're using language from the tribulation. They're using, like, it's in... It's mm-hmm. cast its shadow on the church, as they say, right? I'm oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Will. No, I was just saying what you just said. It reminds me of the days of Noah when Noah was ridiculed for building the ark. And mm-hmm. they said that the rain will never come. This is what you're doing. That This will never happen. And it's the same mindset of when, when Jesus says that people will mock you. That, and that's what's happening today. You're being mocked because we're saying that he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Well, the rain is coming. And it's going to start pouring in and you need to be in the ark. 
Mm-hmm. You need to be in the safety of, of the Lord. Yes. And the, yes. the ark, the ark was a type and shadow of salvation in Christ. And we need to realize that he will come back and he's not going to come back as a meek lamb. He's going to be coming back as a, as a lion, as a judge. Yes. He's going to be on his white horse with many crowns and the word of God is going to be coming out of his mouth like the sword mm-hmm. and he's going to judge the world. And we need to be ready. We need to be on the right side of the line. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So if, if you're listening to this today and perhaps you know God, but maybe you're not really actively walking with him or you're what some people would term a nominal Christian, um, get right with God, draw close to God because we are about to be called to the carpet more than we ever have been for our faith. Are you going to stand? Are you going to be able to stand? We need to be in the word. We need to be abiding with him in order to stand firm. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, and this is the one we're telling you to please put your trust in. He has proven his trustworthiness. Okay. Mm-hmm. He gave his life for you. He died. He stepped out of heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk about leaving his comforts. <laughs> right. He came down to this earth and he suffered the same things we do except more lived as one of us and he gave his life for us he became sin he took the weight of the sin upon himself and he took our place so if anyone has proven himself to be loyal and trustworthy and faithful it is god and he's powerful right in that he rose from the dead he defeated death once and for all for us. Um, that is the person that we need to be looking to. We need to look up and not around mm-hmm. when, when times are tough. God does have a plan. These things have to come to pass. But in the end, as my friend Sarah's book says, the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. The best is yet to come. And it's beyond imagination or description eternal life with Jesus. Um, at the end of this episode, I'm going to, well, I'll do it in the podcast description, but I'll also play the ad for peace with God, which is, um, through Billy Graham. If, if you would like to maybe know more about God, or you don't know God at all. It's a wonderful place to go and learn about God. This is who we need to rely on when, when our life as we know, it just is, is gone. Right. Everybody always asks the question. I'm sure you've heard it in the Christian community. If you were to lose everything and had nothing but Jesus, would that be enough? Mm-hmm. It's It's been asked. And, you know, honestly, I think it's a tough question for anyone. Yeah. When you really think about it and you look around you and there you are and it's just you and maybe every person you've ever known and loved is gone. Everything you've ever had possessed is gone. Mm. Will Jesus be enough for you? Yeah. Um, and I have a lot of Bible verses too. I'd like to just, I'll, I'll post it. I'll like to Again. read them. Oh, please do. Yes, yes. Please. Now, just before we end, I, this is Psalm 121, verses 1 through 8. It says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. 
The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Amen. Amen. That That is so encouraging. He's not going to sleep. He's not going to slumber. He's always on the job. Mm-hmm. And he is our protection. He is our ultimate guide and protection. Doesn't mean that bad things can't happen in your life. He's our eternal protection. And he promises to be with us through the fire. And I just want to say, I hate to, I wish I had read this first will because yours, I think is the best to end with, but there was one verse out of all the ones we had had that really jumped out at me that described things. And it was Jeremiah 16, 19. Oh Lord, my strength and my stronghold, my refuge in the day of trouble. To you shall the nations come from the ends of the earth and say, Our fathers have inherited nothing but lies, worthless things in which there is no profit. Mm -hmm. That one really, to me, summed it up too. Yeah. That so many things you're being told lies. Our our leaders, our people come before us. Lies. And things that we're focused on that there really is no profit in them. But God is our strength and our stronghold and our refuge in that day of trouble. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's right. So, yeah, um, um, each and every day. Right. Guys, thank you so much for uh, sharing your wisdom and your thoughts on this. Um, I enjoy listening to you and I enjoy talking with you. So, yeah, we enjoy it, too. Thank you so much for having us. It's awesome. Yeah, No problem. Obviously, um, the invitation is open if you ever want to come back on. I'm sure I can find more things for us to talk about. (laughs) So uh, I would definitely love to have you guys back on at some point because. You're a, a great source of encouragement. And you're such a great husband-wife team. I love that, too. Oh, oh thank, thank you so you. much. You're a good team. But anyway, thank you again, guys. It was a pleasure to have you. Can you please share with the listeners where they can find you? Yeah, they can find all of our um, blog posts and podcasts at www.saltysaints.blog. And we're also on Instagram and our um username or whatever it is is salty saints the number two love your blog i browse through your blog once in a while too so yes please check out the blog listen to the salty saints you can hear them on any of the major podcast listening platforms um you can hear one little candle on my website one little candle.com and i actually will have will and angela's biography and where you can reach them on my um flame keepers page or keepers of the flame page <laughs> so awesome. you'll be able to find them there as well. All right, guys. Thank you so very much. It was a pleasure talking with you. Yes, thank ma'am. You, sister. Thank you. All right. You take care. You too. God Bye-bye. bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, a special thanks to Will and Angela of the Salty Saints podcast. Listen, I hope this encouraged you and pointed you in the right direction It's real easy to look for those in authority, in higher positions of power than we are. But again, they are sinful, fallible human beings, just like we are, except that many of them do not know Christ. They're not guided by God's word. They don't have the wisdom and discernment that God commands us to have, the wisdom and discernment that we need in order to make sound decisions on behalf of the good of the people, decisions that are honoring to God. 
And, you know, one thing that we had intended on mentioning, I think we all forgot about, was the prophet Habakkuk. When I think about our reliance on the government and and the direction that the world is headed in, the difficult times that we know God's word says the world is headed for. And yes, Jesus is coming again. He's coming to get his people. But in the meantime, how much are we going to have to to go through? How much are we going to have to suffer, especially for our faith? And I'm reminded of the prophet Habakkuk. And God said to Habakkuk in Habakkuk 1.5, he said, look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if I told you. And so God gives Habakkuk a revelation of the coming invasion that is about to come upon Israel. So God reveals to to Habakkuk some very disturbing and terrifying events that are about to unfold for Israel as they will be invaded by the Chaldeans. Why? Well, because they were being judged for their disobedience to God. But God also promised Habakkuk that eventually the Chaldeans would be punished for their invasion of Israel. But in the meantime, Habakkuk and his people, his nation were about to go through some terrible things. But Habakkuk ends on a note of rejoicing. Habakkuk rejoices in the Lord, saying, Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places." Habakkuk put his trust in God, and that is what we must do, no matter how bad things may seem around us, no matter how bad they become. God is the God of our salvation. He's our strength. He will be with us through the fire. That is who we are to put our faith, hope, and trust in. It's God and God alone. Join me next week because I'm going to do a little mini Bible study on Habakkuk. We're going to talk a little bit about how we can be like Habakkuk in very difficult times like we're experiencing, very uncertain times. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we're all in this together and we have a job to do in the meantime. As Will said, you know, as believers, we are not to run from the fire, but to run to the fire toward those who we can save, that we can pull out. And we do that by not just simply, of course, live Christ-like lives because our examples, our wordless actions are going to speak volumes. But we need our words too, right? We need to share the good news of Jesus Christ, the entirety of God's word, the whole counsel of his word. Not a watered-down gospel, but the gospel that people need to hear. And that is that they're sinners. They're separated from God. And the the punishment for their sin is a life in eternity in hell. They need to know they are not the good people that they think they are. They are not in right standing before God. But God in his mercy came up with a plan, right? And that plan was Jesus Christ. And you can direct people to the um, Billy Graham Evangelistic Association's website, peacewithgod.net. It's a great website. As a matter of fact, I used to volunteer for them as a discipleship mentor. So 
perhaps you need to check it out yourself or you can recommend it to someone that you know that does not have peace with God. For it is repentance and our trust in Jesus Christ as our Savior that brings us peace with God. So be that one little candle this week, right? Get the word out to people. Live looking up with a sense of urgency that now, today, is the day of salvation. Be a Habakkuk. Rejoice in God no matter what circumstances may befall you. So song for the week. There is an excellent song called Habakkuk's Song, and it's on YouTube, and I'll provide the link in the podcast description for you. Um, Actually, it was, I think, sung by a man who is unfortunately no longer with us, but um, he was a faithful steward, a passionate worship leader, a, a musician par excellence, and most of all, so humble despite the immense talent that he possessed, according to someone who worked with him. And his name was uh, Vinu, V-I-N-U, Jacob. But anyway, I'll have the link to it. It's a great song. Please listen to it over and over if you have to. Get it into your head. Get it into your heart. And hey, if you want to follow me, follow me on Instagram. I'm not always up to date on my social media because social media takes a lot of time. And sometimes I'd rather, you know, put that time towards... Uh, my own time with God and Bible study. And of course, there's family, there's kids and hubby and grandkids um, and time working on these episodes and collaborating with people. So social media can sometimes, it can be hard for me to get posts on there, but I try to. I try to get as many encouraging posts as I can. And hey, your feedback is always welcome. So I'm on Instagram at One Little Candle Podcast. And um, I my website also, onelittlecandlepodcast.com, where I put up information and links for important ministries that I like to follow, such as Behold Israel, um, Understanding the Times, Real Life with Jack Hibbs, and um, I also have information and contact links to previous podcast guests. So please check it out, onelittlecandlepodcast.com. Oh, and you'll also find things like Bible verses that pertain to, to episodes, if I have any Bible verses, things like that, resources for you. So again, onelittlecandlepodcast.com. All right. So until next time, you take care and God bless. Do you want to know more about God? Are you looking for true peace and hope in your life? True peace and hope, that's only found in God. If you want to know more about God and how you can experience his love and peace, Peace with God, a ministry of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, will show you the way. Log on to www.peacewithgod.net. That's www.peacewithgod.net and find the peace and hope that you've been looking for.